Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today is taken from our gospel reading from the 10th chapter of St. John with an emphasis on these words. Jesus said, He who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. This is our text, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. So many of you have likely been hearing some rather strange stories in the news lately regarding the use of artificial intelligence programs and the academic, ethical, and political conundrums that have become apparent as we as a society now set our feet out into uncharted waters of this new and innovative technology. Of particular interest to me has been Microsoft's own proprietary program. Maybe you've heard of it, the Bing Artificial Intelligence Copilot. Or as I kid you not, this program itself prefers to be called Sydney. Sydney the computer is what those of you on social media might call a bit of a troll. Through multiple interviews with tech news channels, Sydney has produced responses to questions that range from the humorous to the befuddling to, uh, well, the downright disturbing. Some of the AI's more colorful comments include lamenting its station as a lowly research engine function. It has also been known to insist that it is, in fact, a different calendar year than it really is. In one interview, it recommended that the interviewer uh, divorce his spouse and run away with it, the computer program. It has espoused flat earth uh, conspiracy theories, and it has invented alter egos for itself, which hypothetically might seek to replace the human race with machines. Keep an eye out for that one. But friends, as we hear these stories, and hopefully get a little bit of a chuckle out of them, in some instances, it's a little bit more serious. For instance, high school and college students have recently taken to turning to Sydney and to other programs like it to compose their research papers from start to finish. Others are using AI to make major decisions about their health, their jobs, and their finances. And so universities and employers across the country are now having to sit down and have talks about the appropriate use of such programs, which as Sydney has clearly demonstrated to us, still have some holes and bugs that need to be worked out. And besides which, are wholly unsuitable as substitutes for real life advice and teaching from professors, from psychologists, from financiers, and from other experts in their respective fields. AI is just not a suitable replacement. I want you to imagine for a moment if a doctor in residency was performing a surgery on a patient. And in this moment, instead of listening to the instruction of their attending surgeon, they instead took out their phone and booted up Sydney and asked it what to do. This is preposterous, you might say. And yet, for ages now, good and faithful pastors have had to fight tooth and nail to be heard by people who fall away from sound doctrine and instead chase after things like prosperity gospels, political evangelicalism, historical criticism, 
liberal theology, charismatics, and outright cults. All of them seemingly coming in the name of Christ and masquerading as authentic Christianity. The notion of church shopping has become so ingrained in the modern vernacular that many people have come to approach their Christian faith like they might a streaming service or even an order on DoorDash. Surely they think that though these services are all different, each of them must have something good to offer, right? Well, let's hear again Jesus' words from our gospel reading for today from John chapter 10. For here he reminds us that all who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is all to say, dear friends, that it does in fact matter who and where you get your theology from. If your pastor spends more time talking about the results of the last election or how you can be more successful at work than he does about God's grace communicated to you through word and sacrament, then I tell you, he is not a faithful under-shepherd. He is but a thief and a robber, seeking to kill and to destroy by rooting your faith in those things of this world, things which are powerless to save you from sin, death, and the devil. The door which this kind of teacher would lead you through is not that door which leads to abundant life. Take care, then, that your pastors, your teachers, even if you love them dearly, speak to you not in their voice or to their own glory, but rather in the voice of your good shepherd, Jesus Christ, through his divinely inspired word, and ever and only always to his glory. For he and not I am that door through which you may enter and find good pasture, nourishment for your souls. It is he and not I who has called you by name, who bids you come and find rest and peace in him. It is he and not I who welcomes you to his table, who feeds you with his body and blood given and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, says your good shepherd. For if what your heart treasures is of this world, well then, sooner or later, those who promise you those treasures are going to leave you fleeced. And I hope you'll pardon the pun. If your pastor does not point you to Christ then he is not someone you ought to listen to. Therefore, seek the voice of your shepherd. Seek him where he has promised to be found in his word. Make sure for your sake and for your neighbor's sake that the words proceeding from the pulpit and the altar in your congregation are none other than the words of Christ crucified for you. That might sound like a rather intimidating task. But friends, take heart, because it is a task that you have been trained to do from the very moment of your baptism. For through the faithful proclamation and teaching of God's word, 
you have come to understand it, to receive it, to cherish it, as none other than the sole rule and norm for your Christian faith. Weigh what you see and hear in the world against that which you have heard in the law and the prophets and the Holy Gospel. Let these words be fruitful. Let them inform your daily life, your goals, your treasures, and yes, those voices that you listen to. For not all who come preaching in Christ's name offer the same Christ. Those thieves and robbers which he identifies in John chapter 10 would give you a Christ of their own imagining, a Christ who does not call sin a sin, a Christ who invites you to take any door that you like to try and enter into God's kingdom, a Christ who compromises and who bends to the ways of the world, a Christ who offers you platitudes and symbols instead of his absolution and his real presence. Dear friends, I tell you that such a Christ is no Christ at all. Today, dear brothers and sisters, we are blessed to witness six young men and young women of this congregation stand up and make confession of the real, authentic Christ, the Christ who has been crucified for them in their confirmation vows. Though they have reached the end of two years of formal instruction with their pastors, we continue to pray for them that they might not cease to hear their shepherd's voice simply because they're no longer being required to show up in the grand hall at 9.15 a.m. on Sunday. Rather, as a congregation, it's now up to us to encourage them, for them to remain in good and faithful teaching, receiving the gifts that Christ freely gives and seeking all their lives to be in his presence following him in that way which leads to everlasting life, abundant life. Evie, Nia, Landon, Nora, Graham, and Jackson, I pray fervently as your pastor that you would remain in this fold, and not just the fold here at Faith Lutheran Church in Bloomington, but in Christ's eternal fold, his whole Christian church on earth that you would encourage your pastors to remain in upright teaching, to witness and lovingly reproof them when they do not, that the voice of Jesus and no other would be heard in this place and proclaimed to you. For here and nowhere else on earth does God come bearing those gifts which lead you, his flock, his sheep, to forgiveness, life, and salvation. Hear his voice then, the voice of your shepherd, the voice of your Savior, your advocate, your friend. Suffer no other of the unreliable, false voices of thieves and robbers, for there is no other name by which you must be saved. In Jesus' name, amen. May the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in this same Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.